Welcome back to Life with Baby Doll. I'm Wynell. And I'm Paul. And here we are uh, back again today to share with you some nuggets uh, from our little uh, flat here. <laughs> so uh, I'm, uh, I love all the time what we talk about, but today we really wanted to, we're going um, on some productivity hacks. Wow. Productivity hacks? And you know what the good news is about this, babe, is it could be for anybody. So doesn't matter if you own a business, if you are in a business, if you work for a business, if you go to school, if you're in ministry, if you're a senior leader, if you're not a senior leader, it doesn't really matter. Even if you're just a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. or a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, or a student. <laughs> or a student. Doing your studies. You need productivity hacks. So we feel like that this is really important. So I do want to be upfront and honest, though. We are really believers, firm believers of Carrie Newoff, aren't we? We love uh, listening to his podcast. Absolutely. Uh, We really believe in his leadership and um, our church, uh, actually. Uh, We love listening to him as senior leaders. And he is interviewing um, a guy named Chris. I hope I'm pronouncing this right, but he slipped. Okay, I'm hoping that that's right. <laughs> uh, that, 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 that sounds close. <laughs> if you're looking at the uh, spelling, if you're interested in looking him up, it's H-E-A-S-L-I-P. So uh, very interesting um, about him. But just so you know, he started an organization called PushPay, um, and listen to this. He started also 14 other organizations that failed before he found, founded his now very successful organization mm. called PushPay. So just so you know who you're listening to, a guy who has been there and done that. One of the first things that I wanted to share before we really get into a few of these productivity hacks is that... He says something here that I think is so very key, and it's not really, I would say, I don't know if you would call this a productivity hack, but what he was saying is that he finds this to be something very wonderful and rare that people should always have. Now, what do you think that is, babe? What do I think it has? Motivation? Could be. Anything else you can think of that Um, it might be? Stickability? (laughs) Perseverance. Perseverance. I bet you're going to be shocked. Go on, shock me. Okay, so again, whether you're a senior business leader in business, own a business, whether you're in ministry, no matter what you do in this life, like you said, students, stay at home, whatever you do, okay, just if you're breathing and listening, it applies to you. And that is, he said, the most wonderful and rare thing is to have someone who wants nothing from you and who says, I just want to be around you because you are my friend. Awesome. <coughs> that is so key, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, how many friends have you got one else <laughs> that want to be around you? <laughs> Am I making you laugh? <laughs> well, I hope I... <laughs> Sorry, I got something in my throat. I hope I have a mm. lot of friends, but I definitely have someone who... We have that kind of relationship that we love just hanging around each other because we're friends. Yeah. But me, me um, too. Do you? Oh, you yeah. actually have somebody that's a I have. Well, we love to be here with each other. We we love to be with each other, but I do have <laughs> one very special friend. And in fact, today, 
if you if you've not forgotten, I'm having lunch with him. Yes. So, okay. Uh, so he he actually says, Chris says, because the most success, the more successful you are, the more that people want something from you. So uh, you must find that as well. But it's having friends who've been around for. You know, he says friends that have even uh, been around 15 years or longer or who just are able to say, hey, you know, if you if you're getting a bit of a big head, they don't mind telling you uh, or they don't mind telling you you need to pull yourself together. (laughs) So he deems that to be a really true friend that you have a person or people who can speak into your life because they've known you and they see when things are good and bad and they're not afraid to tell you the truth. And he says it's very hard to find these people and when you find them, you need to be intentional mm-hmm. about keeping them around. Absolutely. And uh, it, it, it's true. Uh, the, the person that I'm referring to as my, I would say is my closest friend, uh, has on occasion said to me, ease up. <laughs> up. and uh, it it helps it does help uh, but we also if i could just uh, drop this in uh Wynil, it, it also uh, uh means that we have to take it on the chin yeah and uh not go away and say well i'm not going to speak to to them ever again yeah nonsense you want to say i want more of them because they do keep us in line yeah, I agree with that. And I think you should have that reciprocate uh, friendship, don't you? That they can be honest with you and say, you know what? I think you were a bit out of line with that. I really don't think you should have said that. And that we not make excuses. I think that we ought to own it. Take it on the chin. Take it on the chin, but also be able to do the same back to them. So if we give it, we need to take it. Yeah. Right? So if you dish it out, you need to be willing to take it back. But also, if you know that a person is really doing it because they love you and not because it's a if you don't, I'm out of here type thing, because exactly. I think that's what he's saying. We have, you know, we do have those friends. It's yeah. like, you know what? I'm sorry, but because you've done that, I really don't want to be a, mm-hmm. your friend anymore. So they really weren't a friend. Exactly. <clears throat> so that's just a free little tip there that I love that he started off with by just saying that he believes that's the most wonderful and rare thing in the world to have mm-hmm. is a friend who will speak truth into your life. Yeah. And actually, that kind of ties in. We were talking about mentoring and coaching last week. Yeah. And we were saying about the difference in that. And we were talking about the fact that, you know, even if it's a friend or if it is, you know, your mentor, but you need to have someone that you're accountable to, mm-hmm. but someone who's not afraid to speak into your life and tell you the truth because we all need to hear truths. Yeah. But we need to hear them in love, not because people are trying to tear Mm -hmm. us down. All right. So let's talk about some productivity hacks. Now, actually, this comes from uh, Carrie Ann from Chris. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they can make a uh, deliver. They believe that they can make a huge difference and really deliver way more than we think. So he said this first one he believes is something very simple. But it's something to think about. And when he said it, I I actually uh, bust out laughing when I heard him say it because I was thinking about the why he said behind it. So I'm just going to throw it out there and then we'll break it down. He says that a great productivity hack is choose your clothes the night before. And who chooses their their clothes the night before? (laughs) You do. (laughs) 
You always have your stuff ready for the next day. I don't sure you? do. Yeah. Because you like to roll out of bed. You know what you're going to put on, and boom, it's boom. done. Man, I just roll out of bed, roll in that shower, <laughs> roll out of the shower, right into my, into my clothes. And then what happens then is people don't ask me if I got dressed in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point. With, with odd socks or odd <laughs> shoes or whatever. But, uh, but you know what? What I th- you, you got to understand the why behind this, because some people might be saying, no way, I'm not going to stop and try to work out what I'm going to wear tomorrow. But he says this, you only have so much energy in a day. Yeah. Okay. I I think I agree with that To I do agree with that. Even when I've run out of energy, I'm still going. But he does say you only have so many brain cells that you can burn before you're out of brain cells. Exactly. <laughs> so this is the why. So he says by four, to, by four o'clock usually in the afternoon, you're pretty much probably out of brain cells. And, um, you know, you're probably trying to, you've got 10 minutes, you're trying to figure out what do I wear? Did I wear that the last time? Oh, wait, did I, did I wear this for this venue? Have I yeah. worn that in this series? <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah. So I saved myself the trouble and I pick it out before. This is what I'm going to wear. And the next day, I don't have to think about it. Yeah, but you know what? What I do, and I'm sure you've noticed, uh, where I have particularly my shirts, yeah. where, where they are, I rotate them around. So <laughs> oh, very clever! They so get they know. get they get worn, they get washed, they come back from from from, from you washing on a hanger back into that slot. So they just get rotated around. I think that's the military in you, but. Uh, but that's a good point. I think that's a good point. A system that you have. But I love that. So pick your night, choose your clothes the night before, and that just saves so that when you get out of bed the next day, you don't waste those precious brain cells yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out what you're going to wear. Yeah. Now, this next one also made me laugh because I was thinking about sometimes how many times you and I ask each other, what are we eating for breakfast? Today. <laughs> and then we go and eat the same thing. <laughs> oh, and I thought this was funny because he, uh, Carrie said he eats the same thing for breakfast every single day. Yeah. Now, yeah. I would find that a bit boring if I'm honest, but in the, in a way, I do eat a lot of the same thing. What, what every did you day. have today? I had maple pecan, um, maple and pecan cluster granola cereal. What did you have yesterday? The same. <laughs> So anyway, he said, what do I do to conserve my mental energy is that in the morning, I need to think about content or what I'm going to be doing. And I uh, I need to think about, you know, my day and getting into that day. I don't need to waste time thinking about what am I going to eat and what am I going to wear. Yeah. And um, so <laughs> I just thought that was quite humorous. So anyway, I would agree, though. I think especially as a woman, sometimes you men don't get it. But when you're trying to constantly think of creative ideas of what can you cook for lunch today or what can we cook for dinner today? So you and I kind of have a an unwritten rule. You usually, usually we both do our own breakfast. We do our, we do our own breakfast. We do our own lunch, and then we have a corporate dinner. Yes, and so I cook dinner. But what is nice about that is that means I only have to think about cooking one meal. I know for some people that might be different, but at least, you know, it's only one thing that I'm having to constantly come up with creative ideas. But then there are some people, I know I had a friend, they used to eat a piece of grilled chicken 
and a baked potato every single night. Same Ooh. thing. My dad and mom, they yeah. eat the same thing every night they for sure dinner. Do. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> and same time. They, ha- they have shares in cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there you have it. There's another fun productivity hack yeah. of instead of wasting your precious brain cells on what you're going to eat for breakfast the next day, either eat the same thing or have it ready to go and have things uh, ready so that you don't keep trying to worry about it. You know, and he says keep it simple. Now, he mentions people like, this may not be everybody's favorite, so don't get upset. We're not promoting anybody. We're just showing examples. But um, Carrie was saying that there's people like Mark Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs. They just wear the same thing every day. So I know that, for example, I think it was a a white T-shirt, isn't it? Steve Jobs used to wear every day. Mm. And... um, he says that they just have multiple uh, uh, iterations of it. So in other words, you know, just maybe a uh, different style or whatever, but same color. Yeah. So um, that's because they want to use their brains for other things. So it does take a lot out of, you know, worrying about what you're going to wear. So I suppose like Mark, I don't know what Mark wears, but I know, uh, isn't it... Um, um, I was trying to think of the guy's name that I love on the, the music shows, uh, Simon. Oh, Simon Cowell. Simon wears the he, same he, thing he, every day as well, and he's like, got millions. Like me, he, wear, he wears a, a, white, a white V-neck T-shirt most of the time. <laughs> and uh, when, I, when I'm around the house and I'm not doing anything else, I live in mine. But well, not in, I don't just have one. I have multiple ones. But it is true. Uh, there are sometimes you could just I just pop it on, boom, and it's there. Uh, until I need to go out or do something or be on screen or whatever. Just be careful what you say about Mark Zuckerman. He may take your Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we're just sharing about what some people do. Okay. Next thing is uh, the importance of a morning ritual. Now, a lot has been said about this. So, for example, I know Carrie says that he usually uh, gets up between 4.30 and 5. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, today, uh, I think whatever day he did this podcast, he said he got up a bit later, which was six. <laughs> I know some people oh. who think even six o'clock is early. He had a lay in. <laughs> now he has a routine. Obviously he is a, a Christian guy, but he's a fantastic leader as well. Also pastors of church. Um, he has a cup of tea. He does Bible study and prayer. And he likes to read in the window. So mm-hmm. he has a, a routine. And I wonder how many of you do you have a routine? So I have a routine, um, a short routine that I get up and I kind of do the same. I get up, I have um, my water, I get dressed and then I sit down, I do my Bible study, my prayer, and then I'm ready. And I know just on a personal note, um, I always have written out the day before, what I'm going to do the next day. So I don't have to waste my first hour sitting down thinking about what am I going to work on today. I would have already, in fact, I usually create my list over the weekend for the week Mm -hmm. so that when I start work Monday morning, I already know what I'm going to be working on. And I usually even write the days by it. But If not, I just put it as a general. So when I tick it off, I know that's one less thing I have to do the next day. But it's pretty much like my overall list of what I've got to get done Mm -hmm. for the week. Yep. And that way I don't have to get up on the days that I have to work and be wondering, oh, my gosh, what do I need to do today? So I think that's a great way to look at it. But um, 
I think there's lots of uh, good things. Now, he even um, talks about that he goes to bed early. Now, I know that's not something I'm a fan of. That's a real challenge for you, isn't it? (laughs) Bed early. It's funny because uh, Carrie actually says that um, you should go to bed early. And he said he used to think that sleep was for weak people. But now he loves sleep and he actually tracks his sleep because he believes that sleep is a secret leadership weapon. Now, he says that a lot of times, one of the number one things that leaders contact him about is that they're tired. You Mm -hmm. ever hear anybody say they're tired? Uh, Lots of people. (laughs) (laughs) Always tired, aren't they? Oh, I'm so tired. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think sometimes if people really knew what some of us, what kind of our schedule we run, you know, when people say they're tired. But I do believe that we we all need to know how much sleep we all need. Um, and, you know, he definitely, Carrie says one of the first things he recommends is go to bed a half hour earlier, go to bed an hour earlier, and that, you know, you start to, after a couple of nights, notice that. And he said he thinks that's a whole lot better than trying to sleep in in the morning. Oh. So he would rather go to bed earlier than be trying to sleep in late. One thing, as you know, I've never been able to do is sleep in. If I do, the headache starts. Yeah. And so that's why uh, years ago I disciplined myself to get up early. And that way it's just beautiful. Well, now, this is an interesting one. So there you go. Go to bed earlier instead of sleeping in later. But this is another one that I truly struggle with. I, I've just never, ever done it. My parents do it religiously every day and have done all of my life. And he says about naps. <laughs> I just love a nap. <laughs> but, but I want to tell you, all those of you that are listening, even I found this fascinating. So listen to this. Even Benjamin Franklin, Winston Churchill, Thomas Addison, Michael Hyatt, Ariana Huffington, any of those that you might recognize, they all advocate that you should nap. And um, So does Baby Doll. <laughs> so does this Baby Doll. <laughs> so <clears throat> he, uh, Kerry has this religious thing that he lies down after lunch every day for 23 minutes on the sofa. That's what... You know that's what I do at times. At times, not 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 every day, but there are times when I take a nap, and by taking that nap, boy, do I feel that much better. The problem is, I have so many things going on in the day. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh my gosh, I I I feel guilty just taking time off. So I think taking a nap, I'd really have to work on my brain. But I'm just sharing with you some great tips. So now we're about to run out of time because we want to keep this at our golden time of 20 uh, to 25 minutes max. I want to share something he said Winston Churchill said, which I think is really good. Nature has not intended for mankind to work from eight in the morning until midnight without that refreshment of blessed oblivion. So he says, even if it's only 20 minutes, it's sufficient to renew all of your vital forces. So he said, think about this way. You got your phone, your phone starts to get down to, you know, five, six percent. What do you do? You plug it in. Yep. All of a sudden, half hour later, maybe it's reached 
50%. And boom, it's ready to go And again. you think, okay, well, maybe it's not 100%, but it's still got itself built back up to 50%. So, um, and he recommends that the 100% is obviously for the overnight, but the nap is where you plug yourself back in and you say, oh, I need a little bit extra oomph. So if that yeah. helps you, that's a great way for you to look at it. So, hey, these are just some fun hacks that we wanted to bring to you today. And uh, did you learn anything today, baby doll? I did. You did? Yeah. You're going to start taking more naps, aren't you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take more. I do take naps, but I am now going to discipline myself into that 23-minute nap every day. And uh, it'll, uh, it, it should keep me awake. I might try it. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted <laughs> on how it goes for me. Listen, I hope you've had uh, enjoy, I hope you've enjoyed our podcast today. Have an amazing weekend. And uh, have a great week. And uh, it's so good to be with you again today. And we will be with you again next week. Great. So we'll see you later. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.